0: Hi, my name is Jerry Courtney Austin and welcome to Finding My Yum. I am an actor and comedian and I am joined by
1: Will Lentz. Uh, <laughs> I am not an actor, uh, but I like podcasts a lot. Yeah. And uh, and I like Jerry. She's cool, so figured let's have a <laughs> and podcast. I like
0: Will. Right. So that's great. Um Yeah, so this podcast originated um, because Will and I are both single, um, but I got out of a long-term relationship about a year ago, and um, really that sort of catapulted into an exploration and journey of what does it mean to be single in the world right now. Um, And personally, I've uh, identified as being very Pollyanna, um, you know, very virginous and naive and that's sort of an identity I've really held on to, um, I heterosexual to ask, yeah yeah
1: that's what i was gonna say also yeah. like as far as we say you identified as being mm-hmm. pollyannish is that like a word you actually associated with yourself or is that now you're looking back yeah
0: yourself? so it was brought up as i've been sort of discussing this idea and getting into different conversations with people but the idea of pollyanna sort of representing the goody two shoes the girl who you know t- like keeps her legs closed and like enjoys just missionary, which is totally fine if that's how you are. And um, it's how I identified for quite a while. And um, because I got a, a monogamous relationship where I was just with one one man, um, I in the last year have just started to open my mind to all of the millions of different things that are available in this world and sort of uh, my mind has been blown about how much western culture really separates not only people into boxes and particular identities for which they're supposed to fit very nicely and neatly so that we can all sort of peg them and and understand them so that we don't have to deal with our own stuff but um also like such a separation between how we present ourselves in the world and what we do behind closed doors. And so this journey over the last year has really been like what's happening behind these closed doors and and what are other people interested in and truthfully like what am i interested in? I um i don't know and 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 so we've already done a, a couple of interviews and i think mm-hmm. you can attest to this is like both of us have been so changed already just by being open and vulnerable and willing to talk to these people about, like, what are their kinks? What are their challenges that they're in facing out in the world of other people's sort of perceptions of them based on what they like or based on what other people like? Um and, and that's sort of where the conversation has sort of started.
1: Yeah. And I think for me, it was really interesting because I have always considered myself a very open minded person. Like I've not, uh, I would not have described myself as Pollyannish. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not sure if there's a male version of that. Um, although maybe it's the same. Know, maybe that like really says a lot about our gender norms, doesn't it? It does. Um, that's so true. But that we're going to find out there yeah. is one when we get off this uh, sure. intro, but either way, <laughs> uh, but at the same time, like it just like, so if you are one of those people, that's awesome. But like, listen, the, all the same because I still was like, wow, like I did not realize uh, that all this stuff existed as well. And, and just the way people were able to articulate their feelings and their experiences uh, was very mind blowing and eye opening for myself. Um, just to add that, um, bit of identity as well. I identify as straight. Um, I date women exclusively, um, single as well, have been single for a while. Um, but have also been, you know, fairly open to kind of whatever's out there. Um, so for me, this has still been a very interesting experience to kind of get to meet new people. So yeah, um, so yeah that's kind of the idea here, right? It's like finding finding my yum. Finding
0: my yum. So yeah, the, the phrase don't yuck my yum was brought to my attention in terms of sexual kinks and preferences, but also just like in the world. Um, you know, somebody's yum, what they're interested in, what they like. Like, I don't like peanut butter. Um, you know, uh, anything like that, like, like celebrating people's yums, and and that's that's what this podcast is, and that's that's what hopefully listeners will enjoy is um, bringing different guests on of. All walks of life, you know, different ages, preferences, genders, um, identities, races, um, religious beliefs, mental capabilities, hopefully, you know, sex workers and date doctors and psychologists. And um, that's the goal is to really talk to a plethora of people and see what are their yums, What are they interested in? What what are their experiences and histories and even traumas? How does that impact how they create love and connection today and what they're looking for really in partnership like what does that look like to them does that you know look like one gender does it look like multiple does it look like polyamory um monogamy etc so, so
1: so there's a lot of stuff
0: there's a lot of stuff
1: uh so i think it goes without saying that there will be uh, adult topics that are going to be talked about yes, um, very triggering. heads up say. yeah could be triggering also but we want it to be light and fun too so like yeah this is more so just like a we're we're, we're setting the table here um as to what you might experience but we're gonna have some fun with it as well because uh it's a fun thing to talk about
0: yeah so please listen with an open mind and heart and uh, come on this journey with me because uh, there's a lot of um, ups and downs that you're going to hear. And I imagine even more than I can imagine at this moment because things that I haven't experienced or heard yet are choices that I haven't made. So, um, yeah, jump on the train because here we go. Choo-choo. I'm feeling yummy head to toe You see me Ain't got no patience, so let's go You see oh, me. Right. So, it I'm is dying. Valentine's Day
1: We made it, guys. We Congratulations We
0: made it. Oh my god Um, so... <laughs> Uh, We are starting this podcast on this holiday because it is so iconic in terms of expectations of what you're supposed to do, that you're supposed to be partnered, how you're supposed to behave. What
1: you're supposed to have for dinner. Exactly. dessert, am I right? Uh, Yeah, 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 Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: (laughs)
0: Um, So, uh, yeah, uh, we just wanted to talk to a bunch of people about their Valentine's experiences. Some are good, some are bad. Uh, For me personally... um, Last year, I had just broken up with my ex and it was a rather tumultuous breakup. And, and Valentine's Day sort of represented this new chapter of being single, um, which is totally different. Being partnered and being single on a holiday where I do feel like... It
1: was like within a couple of days. It right? was within a couple oh, of days,
0: cool. Yeah. Um, Which wasn't purposeful uh, by any means. I always think it's always so funny.
1: Like, I mean, yes. Right. uh, Where people are like, well, I can't break up with him because Valentine's Day is right around the corner. Um, Or like,
0: it's his birthday or her birthday or, you know, whatever. Sometimes you know and you know. Yeah. 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 So it sort of just happened. Um, So, yeah, I feel like even it's funny, like things that are coming up for me today is like I'm working this evening, but uh, like it. I feel pressure to not be alone, alone. Like, yes, I'm single, but I also do feel this like overwhelming pressure of like, oh, but you can't be at home, like on your couch, because there, that's something shameful. Um, shameful. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta work on your ends and your Ms. <laughs> I'm having Jerry. A lot of that trouble. Um, yeah, but I, and you know what? It's funny when I look back on this holiday. Like even when I was with my ex. We put a lot of, I put, I think I put a lot of pressure on it and we never, nothing ever really worked out that well because it was such a heightened night for no reason. So I, I don't like it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Going out on a, I feel like most people don't like it. Right? Like, I don't think I've met someone that's like, mm, that's my favorite holiday. Although maybe they exist. I don't know. Well, it's such uh, like a
0: hallmark thing of like, you can right. buy all this crap. And right. Like, and
1: you get shitty chalky little candy hearts and <laughs> yeah, stuff yeah do um, not taste good. oh i, I will say, fight anyone <laughs> i don't think anyone likes that. <laughs> um i this reminds me it was about about this time last year um i was going to play dungeons and dragons with some friends ow, and i was bringing ow. some snacks oh. and i was like I'm gonna get a Valentine's Day heart candy chocolate thing because I like the chocolate candies. Okay, And sure. I'm gonna go bring it ahead. to bring it to the pool potluck thing. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, everyone thought it was a little weird, but I was like, "Fuck you, it's good chocolate inside." <laughs> so, um, they
0: thought what part was weird though? I think
1: was. that I like I, the bit didn't land the way that I wanted um, it to. It, where I was like, "I brought chocolate, guys," and they were like, "Uh oh, okay." I was like, "But this, uh, whatever." <laughs> so. So that's (laughs) for my exciting holiday. Have you ever
0: had a successful Valentine's I don't think I have. I think I've uh,
1: only been in relationships over like two of them maybe. Sure. Um, I think the most recent one. I could be just uh, misremembering the way that like the nights that I'm thinking of. Uh, But I do feel like the most recent one, I'd already decided that I was like kind of not wanting to date this woman anymore. (laughs) And I feel like (laughs) it was just like very much felt like it was going through the motions. And I feel like she could tell that, too. And so like I probably should have said something beforehand um, to be fair to all parties involved. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But so, yeah, for me, it's always either been like, you know, I'm getting a card from my mom or, yeah, uh, <laughs> or right? like or like uh i guess all oh, tinder's probably active tonight that kind of thing oh so. god i'm sure yeah so uh so this is on valentine's day so we, yeah. we talked to a couple other people that have had, um some pretty interesting stories i think
0: yeah good and bad and and um all in between so, so. whatever
1: you're doing for valentine's day uh today yeah uh, make sure you listen to this podcast
0: yeah, happy valentine's day from will and i choo 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 Yay, so we are here with Taylor talking about Valentine's Day stories. So um, I'm excited to hear about your experience. When was this?
2: This was last Valentine's Day. So, okay. so oh, so recent. February um, 2018.
0: Okay. And um, set the stage. So, obviously, the theme of this has been that it's such a commercial holiday and there's so much pressure and, like, weight to put on this dumb, stupid holiday <laughs> about mm-hmm. like, love and sort of forcing it, uh, which I feel like just raises the
2: stakes completely. <laughs> right. Forcing the issue. Yeah. Um... Okay, so this, at this time last year, I was still um, healing from a breakup that I had 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 that was like so uh, destructive to me. Like mentally, physically, emotionally, I was so heartbroken and so devastated. And, you know, our, our relationship was like nebulous and it was on and it was off and then it was this other thing. And so two months prior to that, we had sort of gotten into a bit of a conflict, and I was just like, okay, this is done. Like, I, I cannot talk to this person anymore for a while. And so this was, like, month two of, like, no contact, and I had found out that he started dating somebody else, and I was just, like, sick over it. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, so I'm going into Valentine's Day, And I love all holidays. Like, I just love holidays. (laughs) And so I was so bummed because every heart-shaped thing I saw in the store, I was just like, fuck that. Like, no, like, this isn't fair. And so I was, like, so heartbroken. So my sister, who's engaged, but she's, you know, a good human being, was like, well, why don't you come out with me for dinner on Valentine's Day? And I was like, I am so pathetic. Like, But, like, (laughs) yes, thank you, you know? (laughs) Yeah. And so it was my sister and I and our um, childhood close friend, Brian, who's like both of our gay platonic husbands. Amazing. And so the three of us go and Brian and I are all pathetic and Maddie's like, you know, happy, but she's trying to act somber, like for the, <laughs> for in, the situation. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, you know, she, she's trying to stay in the in the energetic theme. And um, so she makes reservations for us at this really nice restaurant in Culver City <laughs> And I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to this dinner. And afterwards, I'm just going to have sex with like as many people <laughs> <laughs> as I possibly can. Because I just feel, feel like just an empty void and something's going to fill it. it. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm just like, great. Like I'm going to, I've got my little rotation going. about like my phone. I'm like, okay, I'm going to call like that guy. Okay. So we're sitting at the dinner. And
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just love this mindset, which I also think is stupid because of the, because of the date. Right. Like it's just it just it makes you feel like you have to be partnered. I've said this like multiple times, but I do just feel like that pressure is unnecessarily put on by Hallmark.
2: It is. And you and you also feel like obligated to in any relationship or beginning of a relationship or dynamic that you do have going on. Like, I definitely feel pressured to be, like, oh, I don't like you. Like, on right. Valentine's. So, they don't think that I, so I can, like, maintain my, like, self-righteousness and, right. like, superiority. Totally. Or it's a moment of, like, well, we got to define it because we have to, yeah, like, hang out on Valentine's, on Valentine's Day. Day and what's happening. Yeah. I know. So, it's, you know. So, we're sitting at the dinner and then my sister's, like, oh, you have to try They have this vegan ice cream here. It's, like, this peanut butter chocolate chip ice cream and it's vegan. You have to try it. So I'm like, because I'm allergic to dairy, so I'm like, yes, like I'm ready to throw down. I'm like, I'm going to eat this ice cream, like suck some dick, and like I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> so, you know, I'm like, I'm, I'm ready. I've and so we're um, a good Valentine's Day. Pretty much. Like, so we get, we get the ice cream and we're eating it. And it was just like the perfect storm of, of things to happen. A a man walked by, he may or may not have been a homeless guy, you know, sometimes you you can't tell in Los Angeles if if it's like, you know, like bad socioeconomic circumstances or just like a style choice, (laughs) Um, but like, so this guy walks by and he made this really weird sound and I can't imitate the sound, he just like had a random like vocalization and my friend Brian turned to me as I was eating the ice cream and he like perfectly duplicated the sound. And for some reason, that, like, cracked me up. Like, that, like, killed me. So I started laughing. And when I started laughing, I violently inhaled a vegan chocolate chip, which I know <laughs> is the most <laughs> L.A. thing I've ever said. And I legit start choking for, like, the first time in my life, okay? Oh my I'm gosh. sitting, I'm sitting there at the table and i'm like clutch, clutching my throat and i'm like Ugh. like when you can't even cough yeah, or speak you or whatever
0: and literally and... i'm just
2: like it's there it's in my windpipe like the world is cruel and my sister <laughs> like stands up and she's like She's choking and she's like screaming, and the whole restaurant is just hating us. But I'm dying, like so I don't care. <laughs> and it was like the first time uh, since the breakup I didn't care what people thought about me, so that was like a nice okay, little relief. Yeah. But um, a little, uh, you just know, a just relief. a little reprieve. A little I was like choking relief. Right. I'm like, if I die, like at least I went out feeling um, <laughs> like at peace with who I am. There you go. So she's like choking. Whatever. The waiter comes over. He gives me, like, the most half-hearted Heimlich maneuver on earth. Okay, literally, I was like, thank God I, like, successfully kind of got it, dislodged myself because, like, I would have died, and it would have been his fault because it was so, it was the weakest, most pathetically, uh, like, the tiniest squeeze. So anyway, I cough up the vegan chocolate chip. (laughs) I'm, like, so embarrassed. (laughs) My sister and Brian are just, like, Eyes wide open, stunned, and my throat is wrecked. Wrecked. And my, <laughs> and my makeup is, like, running. And I'm like, oh, my God, night canceled. Like, I, I'll never take a ticket in there again. Like, it's ruined. It is literally raw. Rot- like, <laughs> vegan chocolate chip. Ending, and ruining my, my life and my sex life. So I was like, oh, my God. So I'm going to have to go home and I'm going to have to spend – you know this very pressure filled night by myself and that makes me feel even emptier than I had previously which like I didn't think was possible but like you know rock bottom like there's always a little more (laughs) just just, like fall (laughs) down by the wayside so um anyway after this whole fiasco I go home and I get a text message from this guy that I actually knew from my acting studio and he had just moved into my neighborhood, and he was my neighbor. And um, he was just like, what are you doing? And I was like, I, I'm choking. Like, I just, I'm recovering from this from like this episode. And we were kind of laughing about that. And then um, he was like, well, I'm not doing anything. You know, like, how about I come over? So he did, and we did. Are you guys familiar with the 36 questions that lead to love? Familiar? Oh, I'm not. It basically, I think it was the New York Times did um, – they analyze some like psychological research in terms of how you can forge intimate connections quickly. You can do it with like friends, family. Oh, I think I have heard of this.
0: So you go through those and then you yes. forge
2: the connection. Yes. And then there's an uh, there's an app for it. And so we were talking about that. He's like, I've never done it. I'm like, do you want to do it? We do it. And it was like the first time in almost the 10 months since I had had my heart broken that I had like an opportunity to claim my own story, if that makes sense. Like, oh, okay. And one of the questions on there that you have to answer is, um, what are you most proud of? And I was really shocked by my, my answer. My answer was um, l- allowing myself to fall in love. And after that, it just sort of shifted my perspective on the thing in a, in a way that was really transformative and the guy is still one of my, like, best friends to this day. We still hang out, like, all the time. Mm. And so the night ended up being about, like, a different kind of love, which I think is more dependable, which is, like, love of family, love of friends, more unconditional, I guess.
0: And, and like so self-love
2: as well. As well. And it kind of did – I mean, it did alter the way I perceive the holiday because – I, we're really into, like, as a culture, to defining, like, what love's supposed to look like, what romantic love is, who should be having it, and who's not having it, and why I don't have it, and this and that, and it was nice just to take a second and instead of focusing on all the things that I that I want that I'm not getting, t- to pay attention to what's actually around in me. In front of you. Yeah. Oh, I
0: love that. Okay, so with that in mind, and that seems like it was sort of a beginning of the healing process Yeah, It's exactly what it was. Yeah, it yeah. was the, the path to... Yeah, the path to that. yeah so what what are your plans or what what's your intention then going into this Valentine's Day sort of with that experience and then the last
2: year that you've had? Um, I'm donating blood this Valentine's Day. <laughs> I, have, <laughs> I love that. Yeah, like active service straight from the heart, like and literally from And the yeah heart. again speaks to like love that's non-romantic and love that's not defined by media um, you know is something that's more connected and actually truthful. I love that.
3: And then, you know, like I said, we stayed up all night and then the next morning, uh, I remember we had some breakfast. So we said prayer uh, and then we we left. And uh, it was like, I wanna say it was like seven o'clock in the morning. um, And we start driving back to Yukon. And on the way,
0: which uh, is an hour away again? Yeah,
3: like 45 so minutes to an remind. hour. Okay. And so on the way, um, I remember, I think Blake was in the back seat and Robert was in the passenger seat. And I remember all of a sudden, like I was talking to Blake and then I look in the rearview mirror and Blake's just passed out. And I was like, all right, cool. That's fine. Um, and so then I looked over to Robert and I was like, Hey, could you change the CD? Because this was a few years ago. Uh, (laughs) So I had a Walkman, uh, with, with a tape deck uh, (laughs) (laughs) connected to my, so did I. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I remember we were listening to Aerosmith. Um, Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, I forget which album it was, but. Uh, yeah so I was great I was like but I remember I was like hey can you change the CD and he was like yeah sure and then the next thing I know like he was asleep and I was like <laughs> alright yeah. well I'm glad they're both sleeping and so I'm driving and all of a sudden like I just started thinking about the lock in and I was like thinking about the night before and then I felt this bump and I opened my eyes and we had Were
0: your eyes closed?
3: Yeah, because I had fallen asleep at the wheel.
0: <gasps> no. Oh my god, that's horrific.
3: Yeah. So I felt this bump and I opened my eyes and we were in the median. Oh shoot. Um and I did say oh shoot. I said oh shit. Oh uh, yeah. I mean that's really...
0: cause for the full curse yeah, yeah.
3: word. Real loud. Um both Robert and Blake sat up. We crossed the median um, and now we were going uh, into, like, we were going head on with traffic. <gasps> um
0: you're still driving? Like, the car's still moving? Oh,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. We're still doing a, a good speed at this point. Um, and there's a semi coming at us. <gasps> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, spoiler alert. I didn't oh, die.
0: You are <laughs> still alive. Thank <laughs> God. This sounds uh, so bad. yeah,
3: yeah. So... I pulled the wheel back into the median. Um, I, I pulled the wheel back to the to the right, and we we got back into the median. And then I slammed on the brakes, um, which was not the best idea. Um, you should always pump your brakes, but I was waking up, and that <laughs> was going out on with a semi. I was a little yeah. terrified, yeah. so I slammed on my brakes, um, and my brakes like locked up. And since it was like seven o'clock in the morning, like we just started to like slide in the median. Because it was all, you know, just dewy grass. Yeah. And uh, we probably would have been fine if we had been anywhere else on this stretch of highway. Um, but unfortunately, uh, where we were, there was a bridge embankment up in front of us. So okay. we went down the bridge embankment. Uh, we went through a barbed wire fence and we <gasps> crashed into the bridge wall. Um, oh, holy crap. Yeah. The cops... Uh, Whenever they came, they said that we were probably doing like 50, 55 when we hit it.
0: <gasps> wait, okay, wait. I'm sorry. How did you get from the median to the bridge embankment?
3: So, so you know how, like, uh, on the on the highway, like, there's you know east and west or whatever.
2: Uh huh.
3: And then there's sometimes there's like a bridge that connects east and west. Yeah. So in our case, we went under the bridge because we were in Uh-oh. the median. So the bridge was in front of us, but then we went down the hill that the bridge was built to go over. Basically,
0: oh my goodness! Okay.
3: So we slammed into the wall. Um, my seatbelt stopped me from hitting my steering wheel, um, but then a couple seconds later, this like white beast jumped out of my steering wheel and punched me in the face. Um, Your my airbag, airbag went off, and it mm-hmm. was so painful.
2: Oh, no. Um,
3: like, it busted my lip open. <gasps> um, Whoa.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah I, get, I mean,
3: it's, I guess it's that's the point. It's pretty powerful. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I was bleeding. Um, they both got out of the car, and they got me out of the car. The car was kind of crunched up to, like, my, like, the front of it was pretty crunched pretty bad, so I'm kind of surprised that, like, my legs weren't affected at all, which is nice. Um, yeah. But we got gift. out, right? And, uh, and I just, I remember just being like, what is happening? Because like, I still wasn't like, you know how like you, you think you woke up from a nightmare and then you're like, oh, but maybe I'm still in a nightmare. Like sure. that kind of thing. Because I was just like, I don't get what's happening right now. My brain is not functioning. Um, right.
0: I feel like when something bad happens immediately you're in disbelief, or yeah. I go into disbelief and you're yeah. like, this can't, this can't actually be reality. Like I can't be yeah,
3: yeah in the, the real like, world. I need to wake up. Like, I was like, I need to wake up now, Justin, because, like, you're probably still driving. Like, you're, you need to wake up. And uh, dream. Um, oh, wow. So,
0: yeah. It's a long dream. It's
3: a very long dream. <laughs> um, lots of highs and lows. I still have not figured out if it's a nightmare or if it's a good dream. But,
0: <laughs> uh, I'm going to say it's a good dream with, oh, like, thanks. some
3: dips. There's, there's mm-hmm. definitely some dips. Yeah.
0: Um,
3: but, yeah. So it's. Uh, So, yeah, so the cops came. Um, They didn't give me a ticket, which was very nice. The cop was like, "Uh, I could give you a ticket because technically I was breaking the law by driving recklessly. Um,
2: Sure.
3: But he was like, I think you're probably in enough trouble as it is, um, seeing as how my car was totaled. Yep. Um, And then my parents came and got me uh, and Blake and Robert's parents each came and got them. Uh, And then I remember like I was sitting in the back seat and my parents were like, are you okay? And I just like started bawling. Like I was just crying. And I was just like, I was just so like raw. And they were like, it's okay. It's okay. You know, you're fine. And I was like, I'm so sorry. And they're like, it's fine. Um, And so we ended up getting back home. Um, But because it was Valentine's Day, (laughs) I had made... (laughs) Plans to go on a date with a girl to see a play. <laughs> I don't know That's why you're. That's a very like
0: elevated date for a 16-year-old. I'm just gonna say.
3: Oh, thank you. I was right? like a very quite cultural... sophisticated. Yeah. yeah. So highbrow. Yes, it was very highbrow. <laughs> um, so I I called this girl up and I was like, hey. Uh, She's like, hey, what's up? And I was like. So, here's an interesting story. I just got into a really bad car accident, and my car is totaled. And she was like, "Oh my god! Oh my god! Like, do you not want to like do this?" And I was like, "No, no, no! I, I really do want because I, like I said, I had not done a lot of dating at this point. So the fact Wait, that so I this had was, one was this
0: a first date or like had you been? Oh no, this, this girl? was a
3: first date. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, no no no. This is okay. this is real bad. I mean, it's literally, <laughs> yeah. So uh, so like Wow,
0: I, holy pressure to ask somebody out for the first oh, date in See? high school. That's
3: Valentine's Day On for Valentine's you, right? Day, I know. It does it that. It You're does. like, it "Oh, it's a date like day. Stakes. I should call, mm-hmm. I should ask a girl to go out on this day." And it's like, "No, you should never do that." <laughs> I've never had a good first time Valentine's Day date. And I've done it more than once. Like it's not Oh, not you good. have? Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. Oh, I've had some other very bad Valentine's Day stories. This one's just Don't the wait. all-time best because <laughs> I almost died. Uh, so I, I call this girl up, and she's like, oh, do you not want to do it? I was like, no, no, no. I, I want to do this. Like, I would. I really want to go on this date. I like you. Uh, we worked together, so that was also brilliant on my part. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So she's like, okay, well, what do you want to do? And I was like, it's just, and I was like, I just wanted to know if it'd be okay if my dad drove us. <laughs> because, oh, like, it didn't even God. dawn on me to, like, borrow some of my parents' car. I mean, A, I was still, like, real shook from the accident. Um, and B, I was just like, I don't have a car, so I got to get a ride. Um, so she was like, yeah, no, that's okay. And I was like, okay, oh, cool. And then we went to I the play. I wish you guys had gotten
0: married. And I remember
3: spoiler, that, like, but... spoiler. Yeah. It was not a great play. Um, <laughs> I fell asleep during the play. Uh huh. Because my body was still like, dude, you need to rest. <laughs> <laughs> um, Did and you fall
0: asleep on her?
3: I don't think so. That would have been better. I think. Or were I you just, drooling? I could could have been. I don't even know. I, I feel like every snored. time I, I, I fall asleep
0: in, like, a public place, I, like, wake up with this big, like, head roll and try to play it off like I was never. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. Just, yeah, just so so looking at
3: something. <laughs> That's what I was doing. It was just down here on this just table. like,
0: something on my chest caught my eye.
3: <laughs> Ugh, yeah. Now, my favorite is when you fall asleep in, like, class or something like that, and then you have that dream where, like, you trip. And so then you trip in the dream, and like it wakes yeah, you and up, you, like, and it's jerk like a, awake. such a startled, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, what's up, guys? What are you? What's happening, math? Right? I I love it.
0: Okay, wait. So you fall asleep. Yeah. The, the play is terrible.
3: Yeah, maybe it wasn't. I don't know. I just know <laughs> that it did not keep me awake. And then uh that was it we did not have a second date after that did date. you
0: kiss or like did no. you hold hands no no
3: <laughs> no no there was no it was not it was not a good date
0: okay so since this was like a very formidable valentine's experience Ugh. do you think that it's that it Impacted you moving forward, like when it came to this holiday or to even like dating? Because I feel like this is pretty traumatic.
3: (laughs) It sort of sets up a terrible. It's it's not great. Um, I mean, I. What's funny? Like, I. Yeah, I've definitely had good and bad. I feel like I've gotten much better with age about it. Like, I still. I'm not going to lie. I'm still anxious around women to a degree. Like, I'm like, I now, you know, I'm like, are you flirting? And are you flirting because you're just a flirty person? Do you actually find me attractive? I don't know. I can't tell. <laughs> I'm going to need you to be very clear right now. Can you please hold up sure. a sign that says yes or no? And then I can go from there. Like, that's literally all yeah, I like need at this point. check a box. Just please. Yes. Um, and then Valentine's Day. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm a hopeless romantic. Like, that's so there's something about Valentine's Day that I like because I love love. But I like the idea of like, you know, people that are like, I carry Christmas all year, you know, in my heart. I like, I kind of try to feel like that about Valentine's Day. Like if you can do stuff like that, that you would do on Valentine's Day, like throughout the year, like it's super good for super good. Yeah. It's super good for relationships. super
0: good. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay. So so now this is many years later Mm -hmm. you're in a new city so what are you doing for this valentine's day
3: um well uh because i like to do things uh in a weird way i guess um things that just make perfect sense i started dating somebody right before i left la
0: you did i did (gasps) oh my god how did you meet that person
3: um i met her at a bar
0: Okay. Oh my gosh. In real life. Look at you being a real human. I
3: know. Right. Uh-huh. Um, cause I do not, I do not do well with the online dating. I'm, I'm much better in person than I am <laughs> over the internet. Uh, I think
0: that's safe to say that most people are, but uh,
3: sure. But I think, I think it's like, like, I don't think I'm unattractive, but I think there's a level of attractiveness that works really well in online dating that that's it's like, true. Oh, well then yes, you can just swipe on people. Um, Right. Whereas like charm and humor <laughs> are what sell me, and I'm very good at that. Uh, I I will toot my own horn, um, but I don't think it comes across as well on the to- on the interwebs. Like through, I think text needs inflection and and yeah. timing. So um, okay,
0: so you're dating somebody yes. <laughs> you started before you moved to a different city.
3: Yeah, yeah. Because I was like, this is a good idea. Yeah. Uh, basically yeah we we met at a bar um i went to see some other friends um from the improv community um and she was there and we started talking and then i mean i thought she was cute and she was funny and smart and she apparently thought the same things about me um and at one point i remember she was like i don't want to like you know take up all of your time if like you want to i was like "No, no no you're not we're i'm good like this is fun so we talked all night, and then I drove her to her car, and then um, she kind of insulted me, which was funny. Perfect. Um, and then that's like, how
0: I operate too. I always right? like insult people that I like.
3: Good, good, good. <laughs> yeah, um,
0: <laughs> works out
3: well. Right, uh, mm-hmm. and so but I didn't make any moves because I was like, I'm literally moving to Atlanta like in a couple of weeks. Like this can't happen. And like, you know, I'm, I'm not looking for anything, and you know, whatever. Right. So,
0: which is exactly what it does happen.
3: Right. So, yeah. so then on the way home, she messaged me, and I was like, okay. And I was like, well, she was like, I had a really good time tonight hanging out with you, and I was like, I had a really good time hanging out with you. I'd like to do it again if you're down. And she's like, sure. Um, so she. She was. She's in school right now, um, working on getting her master's. So, Ooh, smarty. Yeah. So she had school, um, like through the weekend. So, we ended up going to a bar the following week, um, over by her place. And then, I remember, like after the bar, we had a really good time at the bar. Like every time we talk, like we can talk for just hours, which is nice. Um, mm-hmm. And we went back to her place, and I remember we were hanging out. And she was like this is a bad idea, right? And I was like, yeah, this is a real stupid idea. This is not a great move at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then one thing led to another, and um, we made out, and everything was great. And then we basically spent, like, every day together until she left Aww. for Christmas. And then... So are you
0: guys official? So, okay, wait, so tell me about Valentine's Day. You guys have plans for Valentine's Day, then?
3: Not yet, but, like we are okay, okay. She, she like i was supposed to fly back to la um it, like the 7th and 8th of february um, uh uh-huh. cuz there's like i've got i've got a couple of gigs in la that still pay well enough that they can cover my plane tickets yeah so i'm nice. hoping to come back like once like a month or once every other month um but i ended up booking a gig out here on the 9th and the plane like because of the time lapse and everything like that, like it's hard. I was having a hard time finding a plane uh, that would get me back here on time. So I think I'm probably going to pass on that. But I think she's going to try and fly out here in February. So,
2: okay. We'll, Justin,
0: we'll this is such exciting news. Look at you.
2: <laughs> yeah. What an she's...
0: inspiring story to go from right? a <laughs> 16 oh, year old God. to now. Oh, yeah, well, I've, I'm pulling I've a for lot. you guys. i
3: learned a lot. So thanks
0: that's great she's she's pretty great oh you sound happy I
3: i am i mean i'd be happier if we both lived in the same city but sure it's minor uh, details yeah
4: (laughs) yeah so i had just moved cross-country actually and to pursue my career Mm -hmm. and in a matter of just a few months i had broken up with my long-term boyfriend okay and um I, you know, I I had made some friends at my workplace. I, my friends were, they started with me the the year that I started. We all like to hang out, but the problem was they all had a significant other and I didn't. And so I just felt sometimes like the third wheel. I know that they don't consider me that, but I did.
0: (laughs) Yeah, of course.
4: (laughs) Yes, and so I think that um, I was looking for some companionship and not necessarily wanting to date anyone because like I said, I had gotten out of this really long relationship and so the long
2: yeah.
0: relationship, were you guys doing long distance at that point? Like before no. you broke up? Oh, no. You,
4: okay. We moved together and then things didn't work out. So he ended up moving back to where we lived before.
0: Oh, and, okay. Yes. So you were in the new city alone though. He wasn't yes. there with you. Got
4: it. Yes. And so, um, you know, I thought... I'm in this place that geographically is very different from what I'm used to. Um, it doesn't feel like home. I had only been there a few months. Um, I had made some friends, but I wasn't really, you know, going out and experiencing um, more of the city than just going to dinner. And so I thought, even if I, even if I'm just here one or two years, um, and then decide to move back at least I want to experience as much as I can about this city. Mm-hmm. But I don't necessarily want to do it alone. I want somebody local to show me around. Um, so I thought, you know, what am, how am I going to make any friends? Like, am I going to stand on the street corner and have, like, a sign that says, friends need it i don't i don't think so god i wish that you had because i feel like
0: (laughs) you would have gotten some interesting bites Uh,
4: yeah social media that would have been awesome Yeah. (laughs) yeah um But, you know, and things like, you know, going out to dinner by myself, I just, I don't do well with that because I feel like if I'm sitting there by myself, I am inclined to take a book and then I look like a nerd. So, you know, I just needed, I needed a friend. And so I asked one of my friends who moves around the country a lot, um, how he makes friends and he goes, well, I would go on a dating website, create a profile and just say that you're solely interested in finding friendship." And companionship if you're oh, not wanting to date. Okay. Right. So that's way out of my comfort zone. I mean way out. So
0: wait, why is it out of your <laughs> comfort zone? Because you'd never I had looked... never
4: okay. Yeah, I had never done it before. And so I just thought like, I don't know. The the way I've always met people is through work or school. I mean, I had been in school for it seemed like an eternity and <laughs> that's where sure. I would meet everybody. Um but so yeah, I created this profile and it was kind of funny because I wanted everybody to know that I was not wanting to date. And so I created like a profile with like the least attractive picture I could find of myself. Least attractive. Oh yeah. What did it look like? <laughs> it looks like, okay, imagine um, it was actually taken in Spain. And I was, when I took the picture, I wanted to show the, the scenery. And so it was a picture of, me from a, like a, it was from in a, like a distance, at a distance. And it, I was very tiny in the picture, it was raining. So I was holding an umbrella that was kind of shadowing my face. I had um, my cargo pants on. It was awful. Wow. um, (laughs) Okay. So you were
0: really putting it out there that you you did not want any kind of sexual interaction. Exactly.
4: mm -hmm. Yep. I didn't want anybody getting the wrong idea. And so (laughs) I was like, we'll see what happens. And then I filled out the questionnaire that's like 200 questions and um i got 200 a- questions okay wait which
0: site are I don't, you on I don't, for this
4: <laughs> it felt like 200 questions it was actually okcupid and oh, okay. i'm like i'm not paying for any of this i was like i'm not going onto a site where i have to pay because i was cheap about it too but that's and this is several my- years
0: ago right because yeah i feel like websites now are a little more outdated like it's such an app on your phone immediacy thing yeah but, okay so it was on yeah on the interwebs. Yes. So <laughs> okay, okay, Cupid, got it. So yeah. So I filled out this
4: questionnaire, and I'm like, oh my god, like, how do, how is this gonna work? You know? And so I started getting a lot of messages. Some were creepy. Some were just like rude. Um, They were from men and women and i also said that i didn't have a preference whether you know if you want to hang out with me if you're male or female i don't care
0: you know but just somebody to hang out with Um, so did did okcupid have an option for just friendship or did it like does it specify what you're looking for because nowadays there are actual apps where like bumble you can actually look for friends or you can look for even business acquaintances or something like that like it's a networking thing
4: Oh my gosh i can't even remember if there was an option to be honest with you i was literally on this for like a month or less and i'll get to that (laughs) so i can't remember um so you know so i got some messages and then they told you your compatibility percentage with another person and so the people that were messaging me were like i don't know 70 or 60 percent and under compatible with me and and I thought, I don't know, that's okay. It's not like I have to have everything in common with anybody, but if I'm just looking for somebody to hang out with, I kind of do wanna have stuff in common with you know, somebody. And um, so weeks, a few weeks went by and I started to get a little bit weirded out by it, just from some of the comments. Um, and I met up with somebody and um, he wasn't exactly, he was very nice, but not somebody that I would wanna hang out with. And then I was to the point where I said, this is it. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna shut this down. When this guy came across and across this dating site radar, and it said that he was over ninety percent compatible with me. He looked decent in his pictures, wow. and I was like, "Hmm, doesn't look like a serial killer, and doesn't look like <laughs> anything." <laughs> like he has always cu- good. Yeah, and he's he's playing with a cute dog in the pictures. So I'm like, okay, serial killers don't have cute dogs, obviously. Right? So- <laughs> obviously, yes. <laughs> so- you have ugly dogs exactly And (laughs) and so i'm like you know he had some friends in his pictures and they all looked like they could be cool friends to hang out with and i'm like maybe i'll message this guy and i did and i you know i told him this is purely you know 100 um just friendship and he's like no that's that's absolutely fine and i'm always you know looking for friendship too and i mean he was on there for dating reasons but we talked for a few days and um then we're. i was like you know i'm gonna shut this site down i just don't like it anymore but we can exchange phone numbers and and whatever and he goes okay sure so let's meet up and we could have met up the following week or the week after that but i'm just like no you know let's do this now but coincidentally and i hadn't even thought of this that um it was coincidentally valentine's day week and Mm. i go oh my gosh i have made this very clear that i don't want to date anybody but Look at me like trying to meet with him on Valentine's Day week. (laughs) So I said, We're not meeting on the 14th. Um, That's for sure. And he's like, No, no, okay. So I'm like, Let's meet on the 13th. That will, you know, and he'll, he'll find, he'll be okay with it. So we, I
0: love that like just the number of the day is like so significant to potentially meaning more. But it's true. I mean, I feel the same way.
4: Yeah. No, it's crazy. And so we, um, we decided to meet like five o'clock at a coffee shop and I had gone out of work. I went over and I mean, I was in my work clothes, which are not like, I i did not feel like I even looked like halfway attractive in my like <laughs> professor what, clothes. You do you know? sexy <laughs> clothes to be no, a professor? I, That's
3: crazy.
4: I don't. I know, right? <laughs> um, And so we met, I bought my own drink. I, you know, it was a very, very relaxed conversation. He was very respectful. Um, we didn't even, it was great because we didn't have any expectations of like going there to meet to date. So it was, um, it was like such a meeting that we didn't feel nervous, um, because we weren't there to try to impress the other person, you know? Um, and so, it wasn't like one of those love at first sight things because like for that exact reason. And so I was really relieved about the whole thing. It was probably like the most undate like meeting ever between two people who've ever met on a website or dating sure. website. <laughs> yeah. Um but here's the thing, is that um fast forward six years, I'm married to him and now we have a baby. And we uh we didn't start dating right away. And it was months later. We just hung out for a little bit. Um, but we met on February 13th, 2013, and 13 has always been a lucky number for me. Um, oh, how funny. I know. My son was born on the 13th. Oh. <laughs> uh-huh. um, yeah. So, I mean, it's we consider now fe- um, February 13th our Valentine's Day. So that kind oh, of was like so a cute. no
0: date night,
4: <laughs> no date turned into our date night.
0: That's like, oh, that's such a nice story. I feel like <laughs> most stories don't turn out that way. Wait. So, okay. So you guys met uh-huh. and then you just stayed friends. Yeah. So yeah. how did the first, like, how did the ending of the first day go or like the first friendship meeting go so mm-hmm. that you would continue seeing each other? It was just like, we're friends. Let's explore the city together.
4: Yeah. You know, we, we talked and we just got to know each other. And, um, he's like, well, you know, um, well, he was, he was not like dating somebody seriously. He was, um, I think just going out on a few dates at the time, too. And it wasn't like, like I said, we weren't, I was not looking for anything more. So it was just like, hey, well, um, you know, my friends and I are going out this one night. If you want to join us, you can join us. And if not, then that's cool. And so, there were weeks that went by that we didn't even hang out, but um, we would talk and stuff. And then it just started like, oh, he invited me to his house um, for Easter one day with his whole family because I was here alone um, for Easter. Oh, and, oh that's nice. And safe. so, yeah, no, it was just things like that. But it was totally like a friend thing. It was, I don't know.
0: It was kind what of What was weird. the turning point then? The turning
4: point? I don't know. It just kind of clicked. There's this one, we always go back and forth on what the first actual date was and um we never really can tell anybody concretely when it was because we don't really actually know and I'm guessing it was we he wanted it was probably in May or June of that year um to go he's like do you want to go to uh the the Omaha Zoo with me. And it's only about three hours from here. And I was like, well, sure. And he's like, we can just make a day out of it. And I was like, okay. And I mean, I think it was something, you know, like on that little trip was the first time we'd gotten out of the city together. And I, I think ah. we just kind of bonded during that trip. I
0: don't know. Okay. Yeah. That's so cute. Okay. So that was six years ago. Yeah. Um. So what are you doing this Valentine's Day then? Is that, <laughs> is this like a moment? Do you guys have like a ritual that you do or we just. Is there-
4: Yeah, we just go back to the coffee shop where we met. Oh, that's really cute. (laughs) We'll get a dinner. But this year, since we have a baby, um, we, well, it's actually going to work out because we're thinking if we try to go on Valentine's Day, which we normally don't, but um, we wouldn't be able to get a sitter because they'd probably want to go out for Valentine's Day too. So I don't know, we'll have to get a sitter for the 13th and try to do, continue our little
0: tradition. Thank you so much for tuning in to the first episode of Finding My Yum.
1: Thanks everybody. happy, happy Valentine's
0: Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Uh, please subscribe on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts and make sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at find Finding my Yum podcast. <laughs>
1: Uh, and rate us five stars if you like this oh, and yes. five stars if you didn't like us.
0: And just don't rate us if you didn't like us at yeah.
1: all. Oh, yeah. you should send us a message on Instagram if oh, you didn't please like do. us. That'd be great.
0: Yes. And if you want to be a guest, we're always looking for new people to come on. This was an atypical episode. Um, so usually we're going to have one guest that focuses on their experience or something, you know, telling about them. Uh, so please email us at findingmyyum.
1: At com.
0: Yes. And uh, Yeah. Cool. Next week.
1: Hope you had a great time. Bye, everybody. The
0: night, don't bring pajamas. Man, there's so much heat these
2: clothes.